welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's a little bit late to the trend, but I wanted to share my 2024 ins and outs today because I've seen people post this on social media and I want to get involved. And we're still in January. So technically, it's still acceptable to be talking about goals. And I mean, if you're listening to this later, you can start a new goal anytime. You can change your mind about things. Do not be afraid. That's what we're here for on Hormones in Harmony. I can't believe how quickly January flew by. It feels like two minutes ago, it was Christmas Day and I had my Christmas break. It was amazing. I was ill the entire time, the entire two weeks, but had the best time. And my body was really forcing me to rest and slow down. So I was excited to get back to work and just get back to my gym routine because I really didn't do anything that whole time and I was missing it. And in January, it's been a very busy one. I started the reprogram group coaching. So we're going to be running that from January through till April, a three-month program. And yeah, we have a lovely group of women going through that right now. We're deep into the mindset, subconscious stuff at the moment, and then we're going to get onto the physical, the detox, the gut healing, the feminine energy, female hormone balance. So many cool things on my program. I absolutely love running it and doing group stuff in general. So that's kind of an update for January. I think I might just do an update while we're here because I always love hearing them from people who I follow. I've also had several new one-to-one signups. So hello if that's you. And later... Like in a few months time, not like later this year. Yeah, in a few months, I'll say. I haven't made this official, but there will be some really, really amazing updates coming to the Root Cause Relief package. And I might even change the name. I don't know just yet, but that is all to come. I recommend getting on my newsletter if you're interested in staying updated with this like refresh. And just imagine your own little online portal packed with resources, videos, tutorials, the kind of vibe I'm going for. I don't want to say too much, but that is a fresh change to this year in March. So there's going to be, um, yeah, in March, I'm going to be relaunching I'm Balanced. This is my mineral balancing course. This is your chance to get a HTMA plus the tools to understand and interpret your unique results without the need for a practitioner. But this is also great for current clients, old clients of mine, because This will allow you to do a retest without having to book sessions with me. And you can also test your loved ones, your family for just an extra cost of the HTMA, which is £99 at the moment. 
And I've had such good feedback from this course. I've just done it as like an open and closed offer for the last year, two years, however long I've been doing it. I think this is going to be the fourth round. But this time I'm going to open it and then leave it open for enrollment because it's typical as soon as I close the enrollment, someone always message, messages me like, can I sign up? And then I'm like, no, sorry, you have to wait another three months. So I just feel a little bit mean doing that. So it is going to be an evergreen course, but there is going to be a special offer the first week. So it's going to be at its lowest price and then it will increase um, just because the content is always been upgraded and will continue to be like with all of my programs. So if you're interested in doing a HTMA over the next few months, then I'm Balanced is going to be an amazing option, low cost option for you as well. Um, and for a lab test included in that and at this lifetime resource that's going to help you just keep running tests like once or twice a year is what I recommend. But that is my favorite functional lab test. So you'll hear more about that again if you're on my wait list, if you're on the um, newsletter and my socials. I've officially booked an event space for Manchester in October. I am so excited for this. This has just been a goal of mine for years. I've done other people's workshops and talks, but this is going to be my own Viva Natural Health little day event. And I have booked the date of Saturday, the 5th of October. There will be limited spaces because there's only like so many people who can fit in there and there's going to be food and talks and workouts and things so I can't have a million and one people and the priority will be to my clients so I'm going to give them first dibs for the the tickets because they've been wanting to do like a little community thing for a while so I will allow them first access and then it will be open to the general public and there's going to be my fingers crossed if she's available my personal Pilates teacher is going to be coming doing a session with us I'm going to be doing like a Q&A. We're going to be doing deep dives into, I've not decided the subjects just yet, but obviously something along the lines of hormones and nutrition and gut health and root cause healing. And it's just going to be the best day. My boyfriend's going to be there and it's going to be a blast. So if you're wanting something, I know it's, a, it's several months away, but me being typical Virgo organization neat freak, I want everything to be like underway and I want to lock things in now so that I'm not flapping and rushing around when it comes to like summer. Final, final update, not really related to me, but just thought I'd share and he allowed me to share. But my boyfriend, Luke, is actually starting a health coaching course. So it's through CNM, who I studied with. This wasn't available when I studied, so I did the three, the full three-year uh, naturopathic nutrition course to be registered as a nutritional therapist but there is now this one year I think you can do it in six months online completely online health coaching course and at the end of it that's your kind of title you can work alongside practitioners you can do health coaching sessions on your own and he's just wanted a bit of a career change and he sees like how much I love my job and he's he's obviously into like nutrition and wellness now I'm just living with someone like myself 24-7, you really get sucked into it and he's noticed the benefits for himself. He struggled with back pain, neck pain, just chronic pain in general. And he's still on his healing journey, but he's now wanting to, to study and he is studying. He studying. He started this in this month and he's loving it so far. So he's going to be qualified and he's coming to the event as well. So maybe he'll do a little talk. We've not decided. Um, and if you are interested in the CNM health coach or the, the certification that I did, I will put my 
linked. So there's a referral link. So you get £250 off the course. And if you sign up, and this will always be my Instagram bio as well, just for reference. So that's my little update for you. And let's get into the 2024 ins and outs. So this is all my opinion. You can take it or leave it. You might be into some of the things that I'm not and vice versa. But the first one, so we're doing ins first. So for 2024, I am very much into nourishing and supporting my feminine energy. So if you're not sure what feminine energy is, basically if you're female and you resonate with being a female, um, about 80% of us have this feminine core. So our deepest desire is love and connection and we just naturally feel better living a bit of a slower pace and not hustling and burning out our hormones in this masculine energy. There are a subset of women who are female but have a masculine core. That's only about 20% though. So I just feel so much better when I'm slowing down, I'm cooking, I'm doing like more flowy and less intense workouts. I'm sleeping in a little bit on the weekend instead of waking up at 5am, having a coffee, doing an ice bath, doing a fasted workout. That's just not not ideal for me. And I just very much over the past couple of years, I don't know if it's like getting into a relationship as well. I've Because I think being single and when I was starting my business, I had to be a little bit more in my masculine energy. And even on my healing journey, that kind of did serve me for a while is that masculine seeking, searching, determination, I'm not going to quit type energy when it came to finding answers for my health and yeah, setting up my business. I feel like there are times where your masculine energy is required and we all have a balance of these, don't get me wrong, but I have for a large chunk of time now been in my more masculine energy and I just don't feel like that is supportive to me anymore. So I'm slowing down and over the next few years I definitely want to have kids, so I'm getting into that maternal feminine energy now just to prepare myself and I think having a dog and being able to nurture my little puppy Norman that has also helped too having my own home being able to like decorate that how I want to and having this safe healing sanctuary that I do it's also contributed so this year I am slowing down I am definitely and I've done this for a while but definitely paying attention to my menstrual cycle and knowing when I'm going to be more productive with things like podcasting like I am now I'm just around the ovulation phase at the moment so I know this is the best time to communicate and share and go out with friends and just schedule meetings and things because I'm I'm more productive in that way whereas in a couple of weeks when I'm on my period that wouldn't be a good time because I'd find it hard to string a sentence together and your brain is just a little bit more fuzzy because of the low hormone levels. The way that I work out also changes throughout the cycle. I'm going to talk about fitness and my workouts in a moment because that's part of what I'm really into this year. But I just love this, this like varied approach where it's not the same thing every day because I think that's a very masculine way of being. Even with your morning routines, we don't want to be doing the same thing every day necessarily unless you like it and it's more appropriate and enjoyable to have like a range of things that you choose from and just tuning inwards tuning into my intuition more is the vibe for 2024 and I'm so here for it the next one is reading and I am very much into that and was last year but I'm forcing myself to be even more into it the books that I'm choosing can be a little bit 
stimulating and like thriller books, horror books. I'm just really into that. Same with documentaries. I just love a good serial killer documentary, not going to lie. But I am trying to choose more relaxing novels and romances and comedies, but having a nice balance. And if I am reading a thriller book, maybe I'll read it on a Saturday afternoon instead of a Tuesday night when I'm meant to be going to bed in a relaxed a re relaxed zone. So with reading, I have built up quite a little library at the moment. I just keep adding new books to my Amazon list and I need to slow down and make my way through what I have first. I'm even contemplating buying a Kindle. I think it's the paper light one or something like that. That's got the dimmable light and handheld. And I feel like that is maybe better for me long-term. I'm not sure because I don't want to end up with a million books because I don't like clutter and wasting things I'd rather have something digital I, I believe but I know some people are just very tied to the physical book and they would never go to a kindle or read it on an ipad but I definitely want to give it a try so I might get one of those soon I would let you know if I do and if I end up enjoying it but reading is such a good way to relax into that feminine energy at the end of the day or just on a weekend instead of watching tv which I'm not really that into. I'd prefer just watching like a YouTube video on my TV or a documentary rather than any series. I just, if I am watching something, it'll be Friends um, or Modern Family, something that I've seen a million times. And it's just background noise and it just relaxes me because I know what's happening. It's predictable and it makes me laugh. So I don't like starting new series all the time. And I'd rather spend my time reading because I feel like you can't really multitask when you're doing that. And like with the TV, I'll just find myself on my phone quite a lot and I'm not even watching it in the first place. And once I'm into a book, I need to get hooked pretty quickly. So the slow starting ones I struggle with, but I force myself to get through. Um, TikTok gives me some really good book recommendations and my friend's really into reading. So we share our recommendations back and forth quite a lot so that keeps me pretty motivated as well um so reading is number two in for 2024 number three is strength training slash building muscle this is another thing that i just have i've always been into it i mean i joined a gym when i was about 16 years old like the when it was legal for me to actually join on my own and it was across the road from my house and i've had such a complex relationship with fitness over the years because initially I, I've always loved it but I was too into it I was obsessive I was doing the wrong types of workouts for my body I completely trashed my hormones because I was trying to diet at the same time I was losing weight not building muscle I was just losing muscle and fat so the scale was going down but and my body was smaller but my health was completely wrecked as a result so then a lot of health issues started and I got to the point where I literally couldn't exercise for a few years. I couldn't even walk upstairs hardly without being assisted. And the most basic thing that I could do was a gentle yoga session or a walk to the park and back. And then after that, I'd probably need to be in bed for the rest of the day <laughs> to get through. That was a pretty sad time. And then... For a while, I was scared of working out because I'd previously lost my period and um, harmed my body in a lot of ways from that overexercise. And when I would go back to the gym, my body would be very inflamed and it would hold on a lot of water weight and I'd be really sore for days on end. And I thought that that was going to be me for life. 
and like my body doesn't like exercise anymore. The only thing I can do is walk, but that's not true. And I've continued to work more on my health. And for a while I was just doing walking. And then I introduced Pilates in. That's going to be my number four in of the year because I am obsessed, but more on that in a moment. So then I introduced Pilates and then gently built up my strength training workouts again. And I am really into it at the moment. I actually did some mindset work and some some subconscious techniques on myself and throughout my my training with Yes Supply. There was just because every week we had to like work on something. So I did some like general like life stuff and I had some worries about the future and being able to manage a business and having kids. So I worked on that for a while, felt so much better about it. And then I was like, what else do I, what else could I optimize? And I thought exercise my fitness because I was, I was into it, but there were some days where I was honestly just being lazy when, when I look back and I would use things like my menstrual cycle as an excuse So I'd be like, I don't want to exercise today because my period's due in about 12 days and I want to protect my progesterone levels and I don't want to push it too much when like that is a load of rubbish really, unless you have severe hormone imbalances um, and you're doing crazy workouts. Actually doing exercise can support your hormones and support your luteal phase. So I was just being a little bit lazy for a while and exercising like maybe two, three days a week in the gym, but now it's more like five or six And I do a combination of strength training plus Pilates. I think that is a magical combination. I'm really into it because I think doing too much strength training, if I was doing five or six days a week of that with heavy, pretty heavy weights, I don't push myself too much because I don't want to get injured. And I still have some like lingering blood pressure issues where if I get my heart rate too high, I go a little bit dizzy and my blood pressure drops. So I'm still being careful with that. But I find doing about three days a week strength, so like an upper upper training, upper body, lower body, and then a full body is a really nice balance. And then two days of Pilates is my, is my goal. And building muscle is really important for a number of different things. But just with my health history, I have tended more towards insulin resistance and blood sugar issues. And I've struggled with my, my weight either way over the years being underweight because I wasn't absorbing food and I was so severely like restricted with my diet I got down to about 58 kilograms and for me I'm I'm 5'11 so that is quite a bit underweight to what is healthy for me and then I kind of ballooned up and had this stubborn fat gain that I just couldn't lose and at the time I was eating healthy and doing quote all the right things but I went up to about 88 kilograms so it spanned a 30 kilogram difference over a few years. And then I've come back down to a normal range. I think I don't weigh myself too often, but last time I think it was about 66 kilograms. So a a nice in between that is um, very ideal for my weight and my height and just what is normal for my body. And now I still have, I've talked about this in my new year's goals, but I'm still wanting to lose a bit of body fat. So I'm doing a little bit of changes to my diet. If you want an episode on that, let me know, but just tweaking my diet a little bit, be more into the muscle building, just because that is the most metabolically active tissue that we have, meaning that even if you don't burn as many many calories in that workout, you'll be burning calories for hours afterwards, as opposed to a running session, you're burning more in the moment, but then you're also spiking your cortisol, 
and you might be burning through your muscle during that time. So muscle building is a big priority in it. I'm turning 30 this year in September, so I want to be the fittest and strongest I've ever been because I have struggled in the past and I want to show myself that the first half of my 20s was rough, the second half of my 20s was amazing, and I want the entirety of my 30s to be amazing again. So Pilates, I'm really into, that's my number, what are we on, five of the list, four. I used to hate Pilates for some reason. I don't know if it was just the teacher that I had or the fact that my wrists used to hurt. And I know there's a lot of like wrist work or core work. I just had zero core strength. And now it's my favorite thing to do. I found a teacher who just trains at my gym. She is amazing. That's who I'm going to get to come to the event. Fingers crossed if she's available and you can train with us and see what the, the hype is all about if you've never tried Pilates before. She does mat Pilates, so just regular, um, and we use some bits of equipment. And then I do go to the occasional reformer Pilates, maybe once or twice a month. That's at a local studio, but a little bit further. And I love both types. Um, I think mat Pilates is more, more achievable and more accessible. There's even YouTube videos that you can try out, but it is such... It can be so like such an intense workout on the little muscles that you never use. So it looks like you're hardly doing anything sometimes with the types of like crunches and moves that you do with your legs, but you get those muscles burning and it has really helped to shape my body. And again, that combination of the two, I think it's the perfect, perfect combo because you're still moving your body with Pilates, you're still working the muscles, but you're not pushing your body too much and you're not getting that cortisol too high but then the strength training and really putting heavy a heavy load and breaking down those muscles for them to rebuild better combined with pilates is my secret my secret combination that i don't want to gatekeep <laughs> the next recommendation so number five is to be mindful of your minerals i'm balanced the mineral course is coming out as i said and this is going to be the best resource for you if you have no idea what your minerals are and you've heard me talk about them but these are the spark plugs for every single thing in your body to function optimally so if you've been trying to balance your hormones and detox your liver and heal your gut but you have never looked at your mineral levels this test also looks at heavy metals which can be a problem for some people then the hdma is where it's at it's a her sample i do one or two a year I actually need to do one over the next few months. And the course is just going to help you see exactly what's going on for yourself. And then it tells you, if this is low, consider this. This is what could be going on. This could be how it's feeling. Or this is high, same thing. Here are the supplements to consider. Here are the foods that are really rich in minerals. And here are like the potential root causes that you can be working on in the background. So for me, I've always tended towards low minerals. A lot of people have these um, imbalances like a calcium shell or really high levels of copper. I've never had that. If anything, they've always been like stubbornly low. And I think my history of digestive issues, low stomach acid, the chronic stress and toxicity from mold, um, the, the fact that I had gut infections, which affect your absorption and steal a lot of the minerals for them to thrive, that just led to a depleted state. And I was on a restricted diet for a long time. 
I like the food in itself that we get access to these days is deficient. So there were so many risk factors that I had. And now my minerals are looking so much better because I'm actively testing and seeing what's going on instead of just guessing. But people overlook a lot of minerals. I think a few of them get a lot of attention, like zinc, magnesium, but no one's really talking about selenium or copper or calcium. They get severely overlooked, but they all work in synergy. They all work together in harmony. And if you're just taking individual minerals without knowing what you're doing, you can actually run into more problems. So I am definitely going to be mineral testing at least once this year, seeing what my body needs and either trying to rectify that through diet or using supplements. But there are a lot of mineral rich foods and we want to be intaking more of them. And for me, that's things like organ meats, offal. In my healing years, I was really big into that and I would do it religiously once or twice a week. And now because I'm better and I'm not as deficient as I was, it's kind of slipped a little bit. And I, I can't remember the last time. Oh yeah, I've eaten it at Nando's. They do really good chicken livers, but I mean like the good quality organic stuff. I've not eaten that at home for a long, long time now. So I need to be mindful of that. I am going to continue making my little mineral drinks, my little mocktails, um, because they just give me an extra little boost. And you can use ingredients like coconut water, or you can use chlorophyll, you can use cranberry juice. Um, I have mineral drops that I add in there as well. I'm just switching it up and you can really start to become intuitive with what your body needs. It's very cool when you know what mineral does what and what symptoms you might be having if you're deficient. So this year, I'm going to be extra mindful of my minerals. One of my favorite ways to support detox are castor oil packs. They are an old school naturopathic remedy, which can gently help to open up detox pathways and process toxins like mold and environmental pollutants that many of us are exposed to. Signs of sluggish detox pathways or a high toxic load include headaches, bad breath, puffiness, histamine reactions, skin breakouts, and more. You could always try and make your own castor oil pack like I tried to for some years, but more recently, other amazing practitioners have created really convenient kits that just make the process way easier. They come with a tie around pack that you can put over your liver, which is under the right rib, also support more premenstrual issues like pelvic pain. You can tie the pack around your lower abdomen instead, so they're pretty versatile. My top recommendations are the Castavida pack on Amri to Nutrition if you're in the UK or Europe. Whereas if you're in the US, there's the Queen of Thrones pack by Dr. Marisol. Both of these are linked in my Instagram bio and in this podcast show notes. If you want to learn more about the benefits and the science, I actually interviewed Dr. Marisol. So you can check that out on episode 133 of the Hormones in Harmony podcast. And I really hope you love them as much as I do. But let's get back into the episode. Next, I'm going to be taking care of my posture and my feet. Very, very random. But I have been going to a chiropractor for several years now. I I documented the journey when I first went and I had like the proper therapeutic care because they have these these, um, beds called traction where they strip trap you in there and they're physically like manipulating your spine and putting you into place. It's much more than just the regular adjustments that you might have had or seen other chiropractors do. Um, I really feel like my chiropractor 
and Monica at Warrington Optimal Wellness in the UK. She's got to be one of the best in the UK. And I'm so glad that I'm 20 minutes drive from her. And now that I'm just in my maintenance phase and I've done like the intense work, I am feeling so much better. I had a lot of imbalances with my neck though, which makes sense with my tendencies towards dizziness and history of severe brain fog. My brain was not detoxing for a long time. And when I first had those adjustments, I could, I had so much of a crash the first few times because it was like my brain had finally been able to clear all of that buildup, things like mold and heavy metals and all sorts of things get stored in your brain, these fat soluble toxins. So it's doing much better. And now I go once a month just for an adjustment. So a really quick appointment. But she's been telling me for ages that I need to do this neck support pillow. It's called a Denarol. And because my neck is very straight and it tends to like lean forward as opposed to have a nice curve in it, then I need to be doing this this like roll that you put at the back of your neck and I lean my head over, but I just find it uncomfortable. And she was like, that's the point. You need to do this and you need to get used to it so that your neck naturally tends, tends to lean backwards how it should be. So like everyone has text neck. If you don't know what that is, it's when you're hunched over looking at your phone and so many kids these days, I cringe and I'm sure my chiropractor is like <laughs> biting her tongue everywhere that she goes. I did an episode with her. I think it's episode 149. It was before I had a little bit of a break with the podcast. So if you want to go back and learn about chiropractics and specifically the different type of chiropractic that she does, so you can find maybe one closer to you, then definitely check that out. Or just type chiropractor into the search. But I am going to be more strict with the Denarol for my neck posture, that's going to have a knock-on effect on other things because um, I've been prone to trap nerves when in the past when I've been weight training. So that was kind of holding me back from pushing myself, but that's started to improve now. Um, I've made sure also the way I'm sleeping needs to be improved because I was um, I was kind of lying in a funny position and that was trapping nerves in my neck. I realized that I wasn't resting enough between sets. I was doing like back-to-back moves that was contributing and I wasn't warming up enough before my workouts. So that's really helped with my trap nerves. So that means I can strength train more and then get all of those benefits I mentioned earlier. So I need to take care of my neck and doing the dinner roll, the neck stretch, which is personal to me. That might not be the case for you. For example, my boyfriend, Luke, that isn't his need. And he was actually using my treatment um, cushion and my chiropractor shouted at him because she was like, you don't need that. You have your, your neck's fine. It's like his lower back that's the problem. But he found it really comfortable. And she was like, yeah, that's because your neck is already in that position. So of course it's going to feel comfortable. So he got a little telling off when she found out that he was using my, my therapy. But another thing that we need to take care of is our feet. And my mum, she always is right in in hindsight on reflection with everything. And I don't listen at the beginning. And then when I get older, I'm like, you were right, mum. And she always says, take care of your feet. And she would always invest in like higher quality shoes. She wouldn't get the cheap shoes. She would make sure that she would sometimes use insoles and always have really nice socks and always... Yeah, made sure her feet were really nice and healthy because that does impact the rest of your body. And we're on our feet all day, every day. And we 
can run into issues with the alignment and shoes these days. This is a whole nother subject, but shoes these days, the modern shoe isn't really supportive. And I, for a while, got into wearing barefoot shoes and I do really love them, but I found that it was stopping me from wearing other shoes comfortably. So I was, I'm not fully committed and dedicated just yet to fully make the swap over because I have tons of shoes that I want to be able to wear and I don't want to have to like throw them out or buy a complete new wardrobe because my feet, they kind of splay out a little bit when they're in these flatter shoes as opposed to these modern ones, which you're going to get more diversity and more options with the modern shoe. And I do love fashion, so that's why I'm not fully following my advice and taking care of my feet as well as I could be, but I'm doing what I can here and there. And even like filing the dry skin and moisturizing them and all of that is still really important or stretching my feet massaging my toes getting my boyfriend to massage my feet or every year I um this is one of my other other points because it's something I didn't stick to last year and I am frustrated at myself because last year I I told myself I was going to get a massage every single month and I think I did two months on the on the trot and then just didn't end up doing it and now I am committed I am holding myself accountable to have a massage every month I have a Thai massage and it's amazing, so good. And I just feel so much better for it. It really helps with my workouts and the trap nerves and even things like detox and stress. And it's just one of my favorite things to be massaged. So she focuses on my feet, my hands even. I love having my hands massaged and my shoulders and neck. So I have an hour and I'm like, please focus mainly on those places. I don't really care about my legs or my lower back. She looks at me like I'm a little bit weird. So the the posture, the whole structural aspect is very overlooked in the health and wellness world. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Even when I'm on the call now I'm or on my Zoom calls with clients, I try to just check in and make sure that I'm sitting back at mealtimes, making sure that I'm not slumped over and that I'm sitting at a table and not on the, on the sofa, I'm making sure that my abdomen is nice and stretched so that I can digest my food properly. So there's little check-ins that we can have throughout the day that can be really helpful. Next is I am reminding myself and getting back into wearing my blue light blocking glasses religiously because I was, it's another thing that you just kind of forget about over time when you're, when you're in the health and wellness world for a long time, you get very much into things for a few months or a few years and then you find the next cool new gadget and then you forget about some of the other habits and products that you really loved before. And that is one thing that I have seen over and over again with like data from my Aura Ring, my tracker. I see night and day difference, no pun intended, when wearing my blue light blocking glasses with my sleep scores, deep sleep, my hormones even, because your light and dark exposure influences your circadian rhythm, your body clock, your hormone production, your cortisol production, your metabolism and thyroid, literally everything. And I I do watch some TV every now and again or go on my phone a little bit to scroll on TikTok for half an hour in the evening on occasion. And I want to be able to do that, but also support my body in a way that it's not going to completely affect my sleep quality. Because even if you don't think your sleep quality is affected, it will be. The, the, the deepness of your sleep will be impacted when you have blue light because that's just telling your body to produce cortisol. It's telling your body that it's still daytime and 
melatonin, the sleep hormone, and also mast antioxidant of the body gets affected by that. I already have a pair from Bond Charge, but Norman has chewed the arm of them. He's so naughty. <laughs> he's not. He just loves chewing things that he shouldn't because he's still a puppy. But I um, have actually been sent another pair from Bond Charge very kindly, and that has made me more into wearing them religiously because they're like cool and new again and I do notice a difference but I just need to get into the habit so from sunset onwards or from like 7 8 p.m at the moment I'll put them on for the last couple of hours before bed um I have a red light device too so just red light in general just being more mindful of my light exposure is a top tip for this year this ties into the next one which is getting morning sun every day getting a dog last summer has really helped with this because I walk him unless it's absolutely pouring down with rain because he doesn't really enjoy that and neither do I. I'll, I'll wait till later but usually straight after breakfast I take him out so this is giving me a double benefit. It's helping my blood sugar, my metabolism after having my protein shake. Um, it's got some carbs in there so I just want to make sure my body is using that well and going for a walk can do that extra benefits because I'm going outside and not just walking on a treadmill but I also get that morning sunlight within the first hour of waking which is so healing to your hormones again body clock circadian rhythm hormones progesterone production your mitochondria which are your energy powerhouses of the cell and it'll become easier in the summer because there's some days now in, in the depths of winter where it's actually dark in the morning but just trust that that morning light is still there but I feel like this is just going to be even more enjoyable when it's sunny, hopefully, fingers crossed, this year in the summer months. Next is nervous system regulation. And there's a whole world of tools and therapies under that. But the top ones for me are EFT and hypnosis. I got certified in these last year through Yes Supply and also life coaching. And I have been obsessed ever since. I've known about both of them for a long time and have had one or two sessions of hypnosis in the past. Fun fact, I actually got that through the NHS. I was on the wait list for about two years when I had severe digestive issues. Went to my doctor, he suggested hypnosis um, because it, is, it has been shown for irritable bowel syndrome to be helpful. And I was like, great, let's try this natural practice. And he was like, the wait list is two years. So I was like, great. And in the meantime, I just got on with all of my healing and it worked out that as soon as I started the sessions, because I ended up going, my digestive issues had already pretty much gone because I just healed, healed myself in that two years. So I, I just had one or two sessions. I was like, I don't, I believe that this is helpful and the actual hypnosis experience was really cool, but I didn't want to take up time from someone else when I was actually already healed myself. But after studying hypnosis now and becoming a hypnosis practitioner, I'm supporting my clients with several things and they have been loving it. Things like fears and phobias and stress and fertility stuff. There's a lot of different uses for it. So hypnosis is great. And I, yes, I listen to my own tracks because I love them and I put a lot of time and effort into them. <laughs> and then EFT is emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping I've known about this for a few years, but really got into it after studying it in summer 2023. And I do use it regularly now. I use it for a ton of different things. I work on 
longer standing like limiting beliefs that I might have, which we all have, by the way. I work on little stresses that come up every now and again with work or like the bath leak that I had in last year too. I talked about this on an episode or when I am just feeling like I have a headache or something or I have some illness or whatever. I just use EFT to regulate my nervous system. It processes the processes the energy slash trauma that you hold within your body at the same time. I've also done things like Reiki, which I want to have maybe once a quarter this year too, but I wouldn't put that really under nervous system regulation. That's more energy work. That's a little added bonus for you too. I did a um, episode with, with a practitioner, a Reiki practitioner. I think that's coming out pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. Next one is um, wearing nice outfits and just having like staple wardrobe um, items and not being so much into fast fashion, having this capsule wardrobe as it's called. Um, I follow a lot of fashion things on TikTok and I just think that's really cool for the environment, but also it just makes fashion a lot easier is having like a white shirt, good pair of jeans, um, nice leather coat, leather jacket, things like that that you can just mix and match with. It's similar to healthy eating. Instead of making it so elaborate and confusing and complex for yourself, why not have these staple meals that you just rotate like the different meats or the different carbs and vegetables within that just to keep it interesting. And I really want to just wear more of my nice outfits for no reason because there's things sitting in my wardrobe that I bought and I'm obsessed with, but I never wear them because I'm like, I'm saving this for a special occasion, but I end up either buying something new around the time or just, I just look at it every day and that's not what fashion is for. Fashion is to be worn. And I even got some new pajamas recently and the, I showed them on my Instagram. They're these like ones from Primax are pretty cheap and cheerful, but I heard someone on TikTok talking about them and I love them and I've like showed them on my profile to try and influence someone else to get them because they are beautiful. They are like velvety, um, chocolatey colour, top and bottom, long sleeve, perfect for winter. And as soon as I put them on, because I've just been wearing some like crusty old mix and match things that we tend to do. And I just thought, and they were like rolling up in the night and I was cold and, and I was too hot with other ones. So I just got myself some new pyjamas and I just love them. And I just like lounge around in them on the weekend. I'll have a nice shower. I'll, after doing my enema and sauna, that's my little detox day on a Sunday. I'll wash my hair and I'll slip on my lovely pyjamas and I just feel a million bucks. So I would recommend getting them if they're still in stock. And uh, Pretty cheap. I think they're like 20 odd pounds in total. And yeah, spread the word. Final in for 2024 is community. In the past couple of years, I've really tried to make this more of a thing with my, my services. So before everything was just like one-to-one or like no group community aspect with them but with my root cause relief now we have live group coaching calls every quarter we have a telegram group which is like whatsapp that everyone can connect in and then i've got this in-person event in october that i just can't wait for because i i just miss it i just miss having colleagues even i, I work on my own i'm a one-man band and that's great in some ways and I am a bit of an introvert, so I don't want to be surrounded with people all the time. And I cannot complain when it comes to my job. I love it so much. And there's so much to be grateful for. But I just love every so often, not every week necessarily, but 
every so often, meeting up in person and giving you guys a chance to connect as well because I know that the healing journey can be isolating for a lot of people. So I am putting on this event to to just start and hopefully this becomes a more regular thing once I've done my first event. But I want to do more um, like solo podcast episodes to promote and keep you in the loop. So just stay tuned for that. But yeah, community is in for me. And just for me personally, spending more time with friends and I just get in my little routines and I, I just love being with my dog and my boyfriend. But I just need to push myself to, to go out with friends and go on little trips, even if it's by myself because I end up loving them. And I'm like, oh, I need to do this more often. And then a few weeks pass and then I'm in my little routines again and I forget and I just get a little bit lazy with stuff. So those are my 2024 ins. Let's now go through the outs. So obviously the opposite of all of them are true. So not getting morning sun and staring at our phones, um, not having a community and trying to be isolated and not have any plans to do obviously, but let's go into some specific oats. And again, there might be some just opposites that are common sense. The first one is mindless scrolling. So it's hard with myself because a lot of my work is online and my marketing and promotion is through social media. I educate a lot. That's how a lot of clients find me. But I am often falling into the trap of posting something and then oh, I'll just see what so-and-so's doing or I'll just watch so-and-so's story. And then by the time I know it, 40 minutes has passed and I have like ran over and I need to do something else. So it's just that mindless scrolling. I, I don't mind being online and I love like watching funny videos and like watching YouTube um, vlogs and documentaries, but I want to go in there with an intention or a specific amount of time. And I try to do the the restriction thing where it kicks you off or gives you a notification, but I just turn the notification off every time it comes up. So it doesn't really work that well for me. So I just need to remind myself, and maybe I just have to get all of my tasks ticked off first and then I can allow myself to go on social media and then still set a timer or I don't know what I need to do, but I, I've become less, less addicted to TikTok and Instagram and I've muted a lot of people and, I, I don't watch a lot of other health practitioners these days because I just find it overwhelming and it starts to stump my creativity because I'm just seeing what everyone else is doing. I don't want to copy what they're saying. And then I'm like, what? Maybe I wanted to say that. I know I feel like I can't. So it just got me a little bit overwhelmed and in this rut for a while. So now I follow dog accounts and fashion accounts and home accounts. And that has helped with my creativity. The second thing that's out, not that I have done this personally, but I just think that it's been a bit of a trend and I don't see it being that great for Hormone Health, sorry, to all of the runners out there, but I don't think running is great. And I obviously have my biases and my preferences with weight training and building muscle and cardiovascular fitness is great and working on your endurance. And if you love the dopamine hit and the runner's high that you get and it's just one run a week, that might be perfect for you. But it's these people who are mainly just doing the running and they are just burning themselves out and they feel such a rush and a high, but it's actually cortisol, adrenaline, and then the now dealing with acne or exhaustion or adrenal issues as a result. So I'm just not a fan. Maybe I'll get into it one day and I have these moments when I see 
these cool like groups of running people out, running people, runners out and about. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. And I literally texted my boyfriend Luke the other week, like, let's get into running because he's really good at running. He can run a marathon with hardly any training. And I immediately text back because like, ignore that. I don't know what was happening. Maybe I was in my follicular phase and had this like rush of inspiration and wanted to try something new, but I just know that it's not great. If you want to do some running, maybe little sprints in your ovulation or follicular phase can be good, but I'm talking more of that long distance running. Definitely if you're dealing with hormone imbalances, but maybe just try switching up for a while. There's no harm in that. And if you really end up missing it and really don't feel any negative effects from running, then it's your life. But just giving my my opinions. Kind of similar to that, number three are intense workouts. I just feel like this is out as well. These like intense boot camp classes where women are waking up at 5 a.m. and they're they're going to these classes on their periods and the trainer's shouting at them and spitting in their face or whatever goes on. I feel like they're very like intense and they're always these dark rooms with booming music. And that can feel good in the moment and feels like you're really getting your butt kicked. But afterwards, I just think because we live in such a stressful world as it is, it's just not going to be that supportive and nourishing to your hormones. I prefer lower intensity and just trust that you can get a really good workout and you don't have to be huffing and puffing and you don't have to be dripping with sweat with a red um, red face. Number four is comparison. We don't want to be comparing ourselves. We want to trust the path that we're on. And especially on the health journey, this is super important. And I need this reminder over and over again, because we see so many, if you're following health accounts and other people's journeys, we start to think, oh, this person is completely healed now. So I need to do exactly what they're doing. And you start to question your own path and your own body. And you start to just get decision overwhelm and feel stuck because you're not listening to your own body. So yeah, comparison in all forms, but especially health comparison and even with business stuff and body image stuff, there's so many different examples, but just comparison as a whole. Same with procrastination. This can be procrastination from going to the gym like I was doing until I did some mindset work and that really kicked it for me. I'm so motivated to go to the gym now and just love it. Or procrastination with work. I've really improved with this too. I felt like it can go either way when you're self-employed in that you can either work 24-7 and never give yourself a break or you're just completely like out of ideas, not doing anything, laying around all day, like going doing the laundry, going like chilling on the sofa, scrolling on TikTok. So I have definitely improved with this, but I need to continually work on it. But I find that when I focus on what I want to do, I focus on what lights me up. I do one thing at a time. So I'm not trying to launch three different things at once. That really helps because I'm a generator in human design. And when I'm into something, I can work and work and work. And that is a superpower in some ways. But the, the secret is that I need to be really excited and lit up by it. Otherwise, I will be burnt out after 20 minutes of trying to do something that my heart's not fully in. Next is fast fashion. So this ties into the other one of like having a capsule wardrobe and being more intentional with wearing the clothes that you already have. 
So fast fashion is out for me. And I know I just say, but this is like, again, this is just my thoughts, but I know that this is contradictory to what I said with the Primark pajamas. So sorry, but we can't be perfect. So maybe get the pajamas, but don't also buy a million and one things from Primark at the same time. Or just do what you want. It's your life. <laughs> Next is clutter. I am very organized in some ways with my schedule and work and I get stuff done when needed, but I can be a little bit messy, but I do know where everything is. And it's not that I'm like dirty and live in a pigsty, but my boyfriend, mainly for him, it's mainly the kitchen. He needs that to be pristine. Whereas in the bedroom, he'll leave his boxes everywhere and leave a million t-shirts on the floor. But then I'm a little bit sloppier in the kitchen and I'll happily leave some pans in the sink overnight to soak. Whereas the other rooms are pretty clean. So I just think even if you set a 10 minute, 15 minute timer and just have a little blitz clean up, put your favorite music on. And for me, it's my office desk that's the most important because if I'm trying to get stuff done and there's stuff everywhere or yeah, in the bedroom, I, I can't really rest that much if I know I need to like change the bedding or change my pillow because it's been like several days since I last changed it. It's little things like that that make a huge difference for me, but I don't have to live in a pristine environment, but it's just clutter in general. And I just find like setting timers and having these, instead of trying to clean the whole house in like once a month, it's just doing little bits here and there. It really does add up. Next is the control masculine energy side of things which is basically opposite to what i was saying before i am personally and i would recommend for you if you're struggling to try and release control there is a book that i really want to read called the surrender experiment i think it's on my amazon list another another thing that i need to get through but i've, I've heard really good things about that so we we can't really control anything and us trying desperately to do so is just going to lead to more stress Whereas when we surrender and we trust the universe or God, whatever your beliefs are, then it just makes life so much more enjoyable. Next is shame in general, something that we've all dealt with at one time or another. For me, it was shame surrounding my appearance for a while, my skin, my weight, because I was a nutritionist and people would ask me what I do or what I study at college. And then I was like, it's just going to think that I'm lying or like who the hell would come to you as a nutritionist because I was overweight I had a face full of acne I was severely bloated and inflamed but I still knew how to help people it was just that I was struggling myself and I carried so much shame surrounding that because I was eating healthy and it looked like I was binge eating and eating like KFC and Chinese takeaways every day well that wasn't the case and then earlier in my life I've had shame surrounding my um, periods and sexuality and so many things like that the, the taboo subjects money sex um, they were a big thing for me just with the way that I was raised so I've had to work on those more and maybe for you it's shame around your health similar to me and maybe you feel like you can't really talk to your friends or you don't want to because you feel embarrassed or maybe you, you kind of want to share your story online but you feel shame about doing that or you're, you're doing it anonymously now. If that's you, this is your your sign, your message to 
put your face out there, let people see you because that only helps them. The more that you talk about the things that you're ashamed, ashamed of, it actually helps you to heal from that. And very last thing, the probably one of the most important outs for 2024, the things that we're not into, we shouldn't really be doing because I've only seen it lead to negative results, are these crazy detoxes. Just pushing your body too hard, searching for the next detox, kidney cleanse, liver flush, gallbladder detox, and just pushing, pushing, pushing your body because this is the masculine energy. This is going to deplete minerals. This is going to affect your nervous system. So you can see how it ties to all of the other things that I've discussed today. Instead, we want to be supportive and gentle and, and you can still support your detoxification, but there's ways to do it in a more nourishing way. Or maybe you just need to go lower dose and slower. And that does not mean that it's less effective. I used to think that if I had a severe die-off reaction, I've literally like passed out before and I'm like, amazing, this is working. That is not normal. And if anything, you're going to be setting your body back, setting your progress back by doing that. So I would love to know which one of those, which ones of those you agree with. Are there any that you would add to the list? Did you like this episode? I think I'm going to do this again next year or I'll review them towards the end of the year and see what I stuck with, what changed. So let me know if you love this episode. As always, please post on social media, tag me, share with a friend who you think will enjoy this. And I hope you're enjoying the, the solo episodes a little bit more. I definitely love doing them. There's still going to be the odd guest here and there, but just based on feedback, you guys really love the solo episodes. So you'll definitely see more of them. So that's the, the other in for 2024 are more solo episodes on Hormones in Harmony. Enjoy your day, whatever you're at, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app, as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one -on -one consultation packages if you want my top level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.